Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Living life tips with the help of AOTA's tip sheets. Let's finish off the school cafeteria. A quick few minutes here for part three of the school cafeteria. So yesterday we talked about tier one when we want to help the whole school. We want to help overall getting the school cafeteria to be a wonderful, inclusive, interactive experience. Now, Tier 2, targeted strategies focusing on accommodations for students at risk of experiencing challenges in the cafeteria. Pay attention to students with disabilities to ensure they feel welcomed, comfortable, and included in the cafeteria. Attend to the sensory needs of students at risk of sensory processing challenges. Teach students to develop self-calming strategies as needed to help them feel calm and safe in order to eat their meals. Students who are hypersensitive to auditory, visual, tactile, and or olfactory input may feel more comfortable eating in a quieter, less distracting section of the cafeteria or in a classroom with a small group of peers. There's an initiative out there. The DOE, I think, has it also called Breakfast in the Classroom. I don't know if they do lunch in the classroom, but Breakfast in the Classroom, where the food comes to the class and they eat in the environment that they learn throughout the day, which I think is very nice, especially for little, little kids. And it's interesting because the school I talked about yesterday and in the past that forced the kids to be quiet and played a movie during lunch, it's very ironic because you want the kids not to talk, but then you're blasting a movie with crazy sound effects, crazy noise crazy things going on and it's not that there's a quiet atmosphere you don't want the kids to talk but you want them to watch a movie what's the point of that you want them to just listen to the crazy loudness and i i thought it was way too loud i myself always think i have auditory sensitivity at weddings i have to cover my ears and different things are too loud for me and those movies in that school at lunchtime was always so loud and think about our students how it could be overstimulating for sensory i was with the students with the special needs and I knew it was too loud and even for general ed kids it's very very loud we need to make sure that they shouldn't have these loud things we want to make sure that they feel calm and safe and comfortable eating in their lunchroom educate cafeteria support staff about signs of sensory overstimulation like we're talking about for example putting the hands over the ears rocking or avoiding interaction and teach strategies for reducing sensory input and responding to students emotional needs kids emotional needs have to be made just that all means just like all needs have to be met but they want to feel that they're safe they want to know that they feel calm and supported and you need to make sure that that happens consider eating at a table with students if there are issues related to social interaction and or behavior adults can help model social inclusion positive manners and appropriate mealtime conversation and then we go to tier three which is the intensive when you have actual kids on your caseload actual kids that need the help of not just the strategies and ideas overall but kids that need the more focused maybe one-on-one so intensive tier three develop a lunch bunch group program to bring students with and without disabilities together to share lunch and a recreational activity Hain et al 2012 the ot can facilitate such groups on a weekly basis in my school last year one of my schools i had a student who 
in order to squeeze things in throughout the day, I would see him at lunch and then see him again later because you can't see him twice in a row. You have to have a little break in between. And I would sit him. With, I would sit with him when he sat with his general ed peers. So it was inclusion. He would sit there. And he was with his students. And every week, I talked about this last year, every week we brought a different activity to do with him and the students. And that would allow for social interaction behavior. And it would allow for social inclusion, the positive manners, and real-time conversation. And that's the thing that has to be done. You want to make sure that you have the right interaction and the right behavior. And you can make sure that this happens if you sit with the students. And if you sit with them and you work with them, you can help them with this to be able to do that. And the recreational activity, I like to bring that in my first school, in my first year, when we were with the high school, the special needs students in high school, after they ate, we tried to bring an activity every day because it was a long period. They ate very quickly, 15 to 20 minutes. Then we would bring a different activity every day. One day would be like the balls, throwing the balls in the bucket. One day would be coloring or cutting. One day would be different different activities every day in order to do that. And we tried to facilitate that as OTs and the different professionals that were in the room to do that. And a lot of times inclusion has that where you have the special ed kids eating with the general ed kids, which is very nice, an idea of inclusion altogether. Embed social and emotional learning strategies in the cafeteria to help students with behavioral challenges interact positively with peers and make friends from Fenty, Miller, and Lampy 2008. Collaborate with the cafeteria supervisors to develop an individualized behavior support plan for students demonstrating significant behavioral challenges during lunch. Make sure there's support for the kids, for all kids especially because they're really needed. For students with significant sensory defensiveness, create a sensory-friendly space in a quiet corner of the cafeteria with calming music. It's like the idea in the classroom where you have the quiet corner, so you have the space in the cafeteria. Also, the quiet corner, sensory-friendly for them to be able to have their needs met. In addition, communicate with cafeteria supervisors and caregivers about possible sensory strategies for helping students cope with overstimulating food environments both in and out of school to ensure consistency across settings. Make sure that kids have the support they need, like we keep saying, both inside in the school and outside of school, once they leave the school also. For students with physical disabilities and feeding challenges, the OT can advocate for the student to have added time to eat their meal as needed to foster and encourage independence and self-feeding. Sometimes they just need a little more time to get there. If you rush them, they won't be able to accomplish that. Join us next time as we talk about sleep, some facts and ideas about sleep with the help of AOTA's tip sheets here on OT Talk with Mr. T. Think about on the horizon that, God willing, we're going to talk about toy tasks. And then further on on the horizon, God willing, we're going to talk about some school-based tips with the help of YourTherapySource.com. Some really great tips through their sheets as well here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And now I'm your host, Mr. T.